Here we go, gang. High drop back again for your ears. Follow me to the exit. Mm. I know what you're going through. You might not like what I'm saying. You know exactly what to do. We don't need to be complacent. I'm not the man who's gonna leave you I just wanna take you places Cause I'll hit that every step, every wave Ooh, what up, what up, what up, there it is It's that drop Sounded like a high drop to me And let's see here, we're on episode 29 A oh, goddamn Got a 29th episode coming at you right now. The first and only 29th episode with video action. Yeah, we're going to have some video action on this one, gang. And uh, my guest today is Maxwell Henry, the one and only, the champ, one of the reigning uh, guest hosts for this podcast, one of the the hottest guests we've had. And... um, most appearances for sure he's he's up there he's up there with the tide maybe for most appearances or maybe he's holding that top spot but if you don't know max from previous episodes of the podcast he is a world-class parkour athlete he is a good friend of mine obviously well maybe not obviously but it's about to be obvious and um he's an author he wrote parkour the parkour roadmap a, a great book for anyone getting into parkour or even anyone who just is just excited about parkour that hasn't read it and i mean just just a tank overall tank i can't again i can't say enough about this guy he's a practitioner of 11 years and uh and running and just one of the best nicest dudes you could ever want to meet very very dedicated practitioner um helps inspire me and i'm always glad to see him he's from long island in new york but uh he's spending a lot of time out out here in colorado these days he's got a girl out here you might know her another former guest of the podcast christine dietrich but let's not gossip about these people any longer let's just listen to them before i get into this episode I just wanted to say we recorded this one just now, just today. I was thinking about dropping the um, the Charlie Havel, Ed Scott episode that I have in the bank, and I also have a Tim Champion, Joe Hendo episode in the bank from when they were here last week. And you know, NAPC just happened. If you guys haven't heard, like basically that's what me and Mox talk about. By the way, um, if you guys are you know into parkour, then you know there's a huge competition last week, parkour uh, event in Vancouver. British Columbia called NAPC the North American Parkour Championships number six and hold on I got too much I got too much music in my ear right now it's about to end it's all good um couldn't focus couldn't hear my own thoughts uh these guys obviously just all threw down and I I just realized that like the the episodes all the ones I have in the bank and this one where me and Max talked about NAPC a lot they aren't going to be quite so relevant you know, even in just a few weeks time. So I think I'm just going to release them all this week. So you guys are going to have two bonus episodes. I know I was going to say two, uh, I was going to go two back to back bonus episode weeks, but I'm just doubling down. I'm going even more ham for you guys. And, um, we're going to go triple episode drop this week. So look out, I'm going to drop the Ed Scott or Charlie, excuse me, Ed Scott and Charlie 
tomorrow, and then on Thursday I'll drop the uh, Hendo Tim Champion episode, just because <clears throat> it's hot right now. This you know a lot of the parkour or the NAPC stuff is not gonna feel so um, so topical, you know, and I want to open it up for for future guests down the road. So um, I don't want to get too backlogged, and uh, and uh, yeah. That's what's up, gang. So look out for that. We're going to make sure you subscribe. And of course, thank you guys all for the support. It means so much. Like I have no no words for for the support that we received even just so far with 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 the five-star reviews. We got them perfect five-star rating on iTunes right now. And uh, if you guys want to make it even more perfect, get up in there and write the 12th review. I think we got 11 positive reviews and uh, we're looking for more we're always looking for more the momentum behind the podcast is is steeping up um, by the way that song was every step every way by Majid Jordan uh, a favorite band of mine as of late you guys might have known and I'm going to be here every step every way for you and uh, this podcast is uh, I'm just revitalized with energy I feel like I'm excited to drop a couple episodes this week um, and I'm excited to just just get get more uh more content out for you guys. We get the video dropping for this episode and you know, we're just taking things to that next level. You know, you got to get to one level and then when you're there, you just go to that next fucking level immediately. As soon as you get here, you were just, you're already here. Now where are you going? There over the up, up usually, hopefully. Um, so please check out the description. We have, um, if you don't want to write a review and you don't want to subscribe, you know, I'm happy you're listening at least. Uh, but, there's also other ways that you can support the podcast or um, just yourself. You know, these are just some things that I put together for the description and we're going to be um, adding on even more of those in the future and more, more opportunities for you guys to maybe earn some cash. We're going to get, you know, get in to try out a new supplement or a new app or learn parkour online. If you're not, you know, blessed like me and living near awesome facilities and, um, yeah, I, I do as much as I can for you guys in the description. So please don't miss out on that. And then please uh, get at me with some feedback if you have any ideas, suggestions, thoughts, what the fuck ever you want to say to me. Please don't hesitate. Get in there. Um, I love it. I love it. I love listening to you guys. Um, and I, <laughs> I mean, you guys are listening to me, so I feel like it's only fair. But also, I, I do enjoy like just you know all the comments and stuff. So much appreciate, much appreciate the height droppers out there. And um, let's get into it with Max Hender. We're talking NAPC six, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one. I'll catch you on that flippy flop. Peace. Let me test this. Let me just let me just see what the distance, the range Dang. is on the mic first. Those are some fresh New Balances. Yeah, you like those? Yeah, those are nice kicks. These are new. These are the 420s, bro. Ooh. The New Balance 420s. I don't know why they're 420s. Somehow, just there must have been a stoner at the design factory for New Balance, but they are the recommended shoe by a number of English br British motherfucker wow. that came rolling through. Like I think George had them on. I think Charlie had a, a variation of them as well, and they were staying here last week, obviously. Yeah. So they're fresh. Went online, got myself a fresh pair. Got some. I don't breaking them in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. They're pretty cloudy on looking. Yeah, yeah. The the heel is large and it is a little stiff looking. Yeah, and feeling rather. Um, but I'm told, and that's the way I feel when I got the Puma Future Lights. Those yeah, are my those yeah. are my favorite of all time, 
And even when I get those out of the box, I'm like, man, there's just a little too much padding. It's making my arch collapse. There's some yep. bullshit going on. But you stick with them for a minute, break them in. And Boom. then sooner than later, all of a sudden, you just have the ultimate experience. <laughs> the ultimate in, the ultimate in footwear, foot PK comfort. footwear. <laughs> so I'm a fan of the lightweight met or the suede on top. I'm a fan. Like the, yeah. the grip can be, it could be more me, solid, but that'll smear out. Boy. It's nice and gummy. Oh yeah, that's good. It's going to be good. Um, It's got that good grip. Thanks, G. So thanks for coming on again. We got Max dude. back in town, dude. We're we're a couple of lonely old cats right now. <laughs> Everyone is in fucking Vancouver, but us. Pretty much, yeah. I think uh, actually, did anybody else like not go really? No, no, no pretty, pretty much, much everybody's well, gone. Okay, the Gremlins the, didn't the, go, but then they went Obviously, to Guernsey. The Guernsey, I was at Guernsey yeah. Reservoir. Um, there's gonna be some shit. There's gonna be if, actually by the time this comes out, it might already be out. I don't know because. I'm just, I've never been so far ahead of the game with the podcast episodes, dude. It feels good. Um, but I'm going to be dropping a couple a week, I think, because of it, you know? Sick. So we, oh, yeah, because you got all the Modus boys and stuff. the Modus boys, like, uh, I think before, like, today I'm releasing an episode, which I haven't released yet, um, with, with Ed Scott and Charlie Havel. Nice. And then I'm going to be putting out the Chim Champion Hendo episode right after that. And then this episode right after that, and I'm recording, on, you know, we're just getting it. We're getting it. Tim Champion Hendo episode where he's like, I'm not in storm. <laughs> I'm not in storm. Yeah, dude. Unaffiliated on the live stream. That was this is so like, good, dude. I was super pep. I was like, damn, Tim Champion. <laughs> Can't touch this. He's waiting for that big money he's waiting. He's holding out for the big guns. Yep. I wonder who he's... He's holding out for that championship, that champion sponsorship. Ooh, yeah, champion. If, no one, if anyone can get it, it's him. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, even Nick went out there. I know. Nick, Rob, pretty much everybody. Pretty much everyone but the Gremlins. And, of course, we stole Luke Broom, (laughs) Luke Stones. Um, Colorado is is pirating him off of, like, the Brits, and we're going to make him move here. That would be pretty uh, sick. He was getting super sendy at the the Gurns. Yeah, he did. That dive was just Shout so out to Luke ridiculous. Stones. And uh, oh, I want to show you, but I can't because I my phones are recording us. <laughs> Welcome to the What's excuse up? me, but we got camera one and camera two. My two phones, my one that was stolen a while ago, and of course the replacement <laughs> phone. Um, putting them to work, and I think we're going to be dropping this as the, I think this is the first time I feel prepared enough to to confidently say we will release the video yeah, i think got two hands if, if only on here. for the patreon ex- subscribers at, at first but it's gonna come out yeah um that's pretty cool so you you were in guernsey so you didn't get to watch the full live stream did not get to watch the full live stream yeah NEPC just ended yesterday NEPC six yep so what, you were there though. You saw it all. Oh, I was not. Yeah, I wish I was there, there were, but yeah. I was there in spirit. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it all. Including, it's a, you know, it's a, you never c- compete, dude. Dude, this is the, this is the year, year that you were going to be like, I'm coming in hot this year. Max oh Henry is going to be there. Everyone's getting pumped on it. Well, then I had that stupid like ankle sprain at Apex as well, where I'm like, oh, I'm so stoked on the finals challenges. I'm like, dude, at least two of these are going to send for sure in five tries. <laughs> and then I'm like, my ankle kind of hurts. And it's like an hour later after everybody has done their friggin' like... 30 minutes to go through the challenges because yeah. it's like sketchy and then it's like oh all right max you're up next i'll like go to do a little jump i'm just like yeah i can't jump right now yeah that's... my ankle is wrecked 
And then like two, like a day later, I was like kind of training on it. And then two days later, I was like pretty much back to hundred percent. So it was just yeah. kind of like one of those light, one of those, yeah. light sprains where like if there had been no break between like when I finished the finals round, if I'd been like the first person to do could have made it through the finals i think yeah. i would have been totally fine like i would have been mm. it was like it wouldn't have i might have made it worse but I w- it wouldn't have affected my performance but then it was like with the break like yeah i was saying the same thing to tom and renee i'm like it's like all right i qualified like i've got my plane tickets and then like christine's ankle everything happened, was like, good to go and then running oh, out man. of money <laughs> yo yeah, it's a tough year. Even Kai couldn't make it out to Boulder and stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like lots Woodward. of lots. It's been a lot of. Um, it's been kind of a dead year for work year, too yeah. with parkour stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to get workshops this year, and there's been like no, like commercial gigs. There's not been like really anything like that. And then like we got two a years ago, two years ago or three years ago, it was just like Bang. savage. Like oh, every yeah. every month, I was like, oh, performance, oh this that. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm rolling in it. And See, then, I'm used to it. I'm I'm. I'm I've lived, I was born in the <laughs> darkness, as they say. You know? There's no jobs coming out here in Colorado. I need to yeah. like, but oh, although I just said that, I actually was hit up on Instagram and this Friday I'm going to be shooting with the amazing chocolate bar company, Choco Love. Choco, oh, Choco nice, Love, dude. Which I didn't know was a local company and they are local. Either. So I'm going to be rocking, Whole Foods. rocking out a, a challenge or two with them. And then of course They're I was the trying to like get the XO, yeah, X, yeah. yeah, logo. Had, I've had a, a little Choco Love in my oh, life. Yeah, you got to get some Choco Love, baby. <laughs> you know I got a sweet tooth. You know you got to get that chocolate bar, share it with your significant other or your... <laughs> Definitely not sharing Or it. yourself yeah, if you're just, alone. Self-love, dude. I share it with myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Although a little nervous. I was like, we went to train last night and of course I ate shit just like on the like, <laughs> like I mean it was a very technical challenge but we were literally talking I was like thanking you I was like thanks for just keeping it kind of techie and and light impact yeah. right now because I because I you know I don't know I've had a string of things <laughs> things string yeah I fell off that bike and I've had a, my glute has been seized which I, I went to, I was telling you just earlier but yeah it sounds the, like the police like took yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah my like femur is is just jammed up in my hip socket. My body's guarding it still from that huge impact like yeah. over a week ago now. Um, but at least I kind of know what it is and he did get some, some motion added to it and it's going to be better and it'd be good enough for the shoot. But you know, I'm going back in there next week to get it released and yeah. that's relief. Cause I know he said that my ligaments all feel good. And so nice. I was worried that like, my my knee was hurting for you know worse reasons but oh, it's yeah, just the tight. were inflamed again or <laughs> yeah, something. yeah yeah well i feel like you and nick <clears throat> like nick ortiz is kind of in the same boat right now where he's kind of like working mm-hmm. just like reworking his mechanics and like danny Arroyo was doing that for a while yeah like when he kind of stopped training and he was just like took a year off to like get his body right so i feel like everybody that does that just has like because you're like you're kind of like not able to train mm-hmm. but then mentally you're still like pretty much where you were so you like get back into it and it's just like that that physical and mental gap is kind of like yeah. rough to rough to deal with for sure yep yep Overcommitted. i had that with my ankle thing i was just like yeah. for a year i'm like why am i hurting myself like every two weeks yeah. just like minor little things you like, can't train often enough to stay on point yeah but in your head you know what it what yeah. it means to do all those challenges so like, oh like 11 foot drop rail yeah. free like that's fine yeah yeah but your body hasn't done it in six months and yeah. then you're like oh <laughs> yeah so i was training with max last night and i had like this really really terrible fall like i mean it's very terrible in that i fell really terribly that was the loudest i've ever heard anyone's head like 
whack the ground, dude. Jeez, it dude, was like, make me, you make me feel worse. It was. I'm amazed. <laughs> was it really? It, it was actually so didn't hurt. loud. And then you like got up and you were fine, but I was like, oh no, like I already know you've had a concussion. I was just like, I'm I actually like, ready didn't to have any concussive symptoms. Questions. <laughs> like, I didn't have any concussion symptoms like that night. Yeah, yesterday night, you I felt fine. Any, like like my jaw's been like tight. But yeah, I was super pissed because I feel, I could feel it. Yeah, I felt like the whiplash. I think that mat was like loose, maybe, and so like I clapped it, and that's mm. like why it was like so loud. But I think might have it might have been like your back hit at the same time too. Yeah, my so back kind of like it was. But it either was, way, like it was more it was like loud yeah, whack. It was uh, yeah, it was pretty whack, dude. I'm and I was I I get really angry when that happens. Like ultimately, like there's nothing more important to me than my own brain, you yeah. know, and especially. You know, later in life, like the more the more I've grown up, and the the less I like being injured, the less I'm comfortable with it. The more like cautious I am, which yeah. it, that's that's even more sometimes annoying because I felt like I was being really cautious. Yeah, I literally was like not you, like warmed up. Yeah, you were doing, I was like, like warm, and I was keeping it super chill, <laughs> and it was just kind of this freak occurrence where yeah. partially is I think it like you were saying with the Danny Royal thing and just re relearning my body. I just yeah, I have to keep myself like really in check and in, in terms of what I'm even attempting, you know. Yeah, because. But I mean, by the same by the same like token, that was like a, it was like a ten foot lache to cat, and it was just like, you're you literally like caught it, and it just was like, oh, I know how far this is, and your hands just were like a quarter inch from the back. Yeah, you know, like your body position, everything was fine. It was literally just like you're that. You know, like that, like peripheral awareness that we developed through training was just like not quite calibrated still. Yeah. And you just like went to grab it and you were like, oh, hell yeah, I got it. And then just the end of the wall wasn't there. Yeah. And you just got yeah. kicked back from that. So sometimes it's super get annoying. Screwed, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really discouraging. Yeah, but, but I, uh, I'm just grateful. Dude, I like those I tried accidents. It on, the way, on the way home, I was just like super pissed off still. Like, I tried to, I don't like the way even I react when that happens, you know? Like, I want to <laughs> just be cool about it. Yeah. But like, it really, it gets to me. And so, I don't know. I don't know what it's like watching me from the outside, but for, from the inside out, I'm feeling like, uh, like I feel really angry. I just wish yeah. it was like chill and I wish like it didn't happen and I just am embarrassed by the whole thing. And then, you know, yeah. I get in my own head, I get really angry about just thinking about how long I've trained and how I can't believe I just fell like that yeah. of, of all the ways to fall. It's like, you know, I just should be, I should be beyond that kind of clumsiness. See, I feel like I'm on the other end where I like, I feel like there's just, you're going to have Mm-hmm. just like a stupid brain farts once in a yeah. while. And so when I get hurt like that, I'm like, cool. Well, I got hurt basically just on something that probably nine times out of 10, I'm not going to get hurt on. And 99 times out of a hundred, like I'm not going to make that mistake anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a freak thing. And you're like, Oh, you know what? Sometimes that happens. Yeah. And then there's like the Ukemi that saves you for the other 99 times that you're just kind of like, Oh yeah. Like that's just a bail. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's just like, Oh, whatever i'd like way rather do that than like eat it tacoing something that i'm like not prepped on or you're like i yeah. hate those bales because then it feel i feel like i'm like then i lose confidence in my assessment process mm-hmm. and like then i'm kind of like shaken whereas like the freak accidents i'm kind of just like well can't really do anything about that other than try not to but like if inevitably like it'll happen yeah and that's you know? kind of where i came around to is just like i mean i always get shook up even if it's a freak accident you yeah. know it, it just 
whatever reason I that's mean, what LeBron it does to me. fucking they just shoot a basketball and yeah. like LeBron still airballs it once in a yeah, while exactly, you know it's exactly. like yeah it's just you can't expect about a thousand and that's just like the way it is yeah. and like that's where and then I started to turn around as I was driving home I was just thinking about like alright well really what this should be telling me is how how easily it can be taken away from me you know because there is like little dumb moments like yeah. that and that could be scaled up to just like car accident you're gone yeah, for that sure. could be scaled up to you know, something falls on you or you get a disease yeah. or like, you know, and yeah, so you're like scrambling in the turn, mountains started, or rock falls. Like. The, yeah. So the more I thought about it and especially with all the crazy shit I was doing, you know, even at Guernsey, yeah. I threw my, I achieved my big goal for the summer, which is 60 foot gainer off, yeah, the, off the cliff, boy. which I was really stoked <laughs> on that. And so like, I don't know, I, I started actually coming around and feeling grateful again and, and I'm taking the opportunity to, you know, I just, every time I, I have a, an injury or, or I behave like a way like I, I didn't want to be. I yeah. feel like I was like throwing the biggest temper tantrum or anything. <laughs> but I just like I know that like I can handle it more mature if I really like apply yeah. my best self to the situation. And like I'm trying to just well, I feel like grow, that's just like from it. That it's a process and yeah. it just gets condensed like as you mature. I feel like it doesn't yeah. get eliminated. Yeah, it's exactly. just like the same process of being like. And then being like, all right, I'm chill. And then being like, OK, like actually I'm chill now. Yeah. Like when you're a kid it happens over like a week <laughs> and now it happens for you in like four hours you know yeah. and then like maybe in like another five years it'll happen in like 10 minutes yeah but i feel like there's very few people that you know are yeah, just yeah. like oh i broke my ankle well, doing something started, stupid yeah, like I, mm, happens you know it happens <laughs> and it's like this is the life we chose you know and i started yeah. to actually feel like stoked about how you know this adversity is why it's it's part of like why this is a glorious journey and why it's like a dude that a sounds like a book title what what is <laughs> the adversity of our glorious journeys <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's out in 2020 baby I'm, I'm i'm writing the the novel right now or is it nonfiction? who knows we'll see <laughs> but um yeah it's just you know i think about people that i'm inspired inspired by and i you know i thought of dc I'm like, all right, well, DC got kicked in the head by John Jones and <laughs> yeah. then punched and slammed on for like 45 seconds after that. So, and he's got way more brain trauma than I'm ever <laughs> like from bouncing my head off yeah. the, the apex Denver floor, which, you know, luckily for me, it was pretty surface level. I don't, you know, I didn't, yeah. I, I caught like a, in my muscles, I think if anything, my jaw is a little stiff, yeah. but I think you just like whiplashed it. Yep. Um, and I've got, and I got a chiro, I already had a chiropractic appointment on the books for tomorrow. So I'm going to be right as rain soon. And I just was inspired actually. So I don't know. I don't know why nice. I'm telling you guys this. I'm just hoping that some people, cause if you're like me and you get really down on yourself, anytime you make a mistake, just don't forget to like go through the rest of that process, which yeah. is like you're saying, just whew, take some deep breaths, turn yeah. it around, like find the silver lining for yourself, find what you need to learn from it and move forward. Don't dwell in the, yeah. in the sadness or the anger, the fake silver lining. You're like, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm totally fine. Yeah. And then like the actual one, we're like, okay, yeah, I wasn't, I thought I was fine. Wasn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was submerging at all, but now I'm good. I mean, I yeah. think that's a good transition to like comp stuff. Cause we were like, thinking about talking about NAPC anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I think everybody pretty much that's ever competed has like had to deal with that decision of like the injury thing. Like that's one thing I'm really happy about this year in NAPC. It was like, I don't think there were any injuries and like the last couple of years, like of major comps, I feel like I've been pretty yeah, devoid that was, of that like was, big injuries, which is really cool. I think people have been like way smarter people recently. People have been way more disciplined and like, yeah, I think it's, you know, part of the reason is like, 
because there's been kind of I feel like a, a little bit of a lull, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and like just like the momentum of of that area of parkour is like it's still growing, but it's I yeah, feel like, like no it, Red Bull it wasn't like crazy. This year, yeah, like, like there was just a little bit of a drop off this year or a little plateauing of it yeah. this year is what it felt like, which was nice because it gives us all a, a room to breathe and like get some some perspective and insight. Like Jared Nahulu didn't didn't compete in style because yeah. last year he bruised his foot pretty severely on the double full and back out. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely had more injuries. I think last year, this year was like crystal clear, clean. Yeah. Um, yeah I think the younger guys are seeing like some of the more experienced mm-hmm. guys, like because when it was our generation competing, when we were like 18 or 19, it was just like, pff, we're the first ones. Like you yeah. just got to send it and like send. make history. And then people were just <laughs> wrecking themselves. Oh yeah. And now it's like, I'm an athlete. Like there's also, I think more comps on the circuit. So people are like, I've got apex, I've got an APC, I've got air whip, yep. you know? And then like the random comps that'll happen like in Europe throughout mm-hmm. the spring and stuff. And so I feel like people are kind of like, Oh, if I'm out for three months, for one competition, like maybe I'm missing two other ones, which isn't yeah. worth it. So yeah. And you get burnt out if you really go after it. Plus you when like you have physically, that. mentally or both, like yeah. it, it's, 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 it, it's tough to compete at that elite level. Like you're ultimately, yeah. but it does like build consistency. Like builds, the people that can some, stick with it. Yeah. So I was going to say like one of my, cause like you're saying, I watched the whole thing and talking about consistency. Like I want to talk about, uh, start with like Walt speed and style mm. like Hendo is such a savage he's, with his consistency. He's this, yeah, oh he's my, a beast. Is this three years in a row now that he's got? No, cause no, he lost he to lost, Max. Yeah. He lost to Max last year because of a lapse in consistency, yeah. which is rare for Hendo. But then like but, he did, and then he got second at apex to Charles, right? Second at Charles. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he also like, he had a fault at a hop the block. Yeah. Where Medi, Medi, Medi yeah. like was able to, to sneak out sneak. I mean, they were comparable runs either way, but yeah. we don't know what Joe would have done if he didn't like have that fall at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. Like sure. it's nice to see Joe finally get back like to where we know he can do, which is yeah. dominate a competition. Dude, he, make no errors. That first speed run that he did was just like flawless. So perfect. It was so fucking Dude, good. Him and then Seth in the second speed run. Oh my God. Yeah. Seth oh, had the top man. time and, and that, that like drop up to the wall run. Like yeah. that is for people who don't know, which even if you're doing parkour, you don't necessarily like play with that kind of challenge. Yeah. That like down up transition, anything down up. Like I literally, you know, me and Dylan used to call shit down up. We used to just be like, <laughs> it's fucking down up. Yeah. Like down up is like, that's the worst thing it can be is when yeah. you have to go down and then up immediately. Like if it's a plyo, if it's yeah. anything, that that kind of transition is not a, easy to to master. And like that's how I injured myself the year, the last year I competed. Even mm. is I overshot. Like I came in too hot towards the box. Oh yeah. So I had to go down up over the box. Yep. Like and I just you know pushed too hard and, and my knee was pissed at me in, yeah, for the second man. half. Yeah, that was I was really happy to see Seth get on there. I was so sad though and that Davis. um yeah Davis got yep. third again. So I'm. I was talking to him a little bit as well after Apex because he got fourth in Apex by like 0.1 seconds or something. And mm-hmm. then I think he, Seth beat him cumulatively for second place by like 0.1 again. So he's like been super consistent. It's, it's he said he's like his approach used to be just kind of like gun it and go as fast as possible. And now he's kind of like, I think trimmed it back to being like, I can go at 90% and just do a clean run and still podium. Yeah. Like, which is cool. And that's super key. And, the, and it, that, that kind of, discipline and, and like restraint a little bit that's yeah. what actually gets you into the gold you know yeah. for, for for a sustained amount of time yeah for because sure because 
yeah, you know, trust. I, I wish I'd seen like Sid in the first round as well. I think that's the second best time. Oh yeah. And then it was a weird thing with the lasers. Like that was the only thing I think I didn't like about the speed this year was the ending, the dino <laughs> that, ending. That, that is not, yeah, that is not acceptable that was just in my like, opinion. I'm just because like Sid, I was watching it. He got there and it was like 15 point nine or 16 like he got there like quick yeah went to do the dyno he like waved his hand past it and then it was like a literal second like it was like he got yeah. there like 16.4 and then it was like 17.8 ended up being his time and i was like why didn't the laser stop why didn't the delay okay it stopped and he was just up there like i saw that and i wasn't sure through. if there was like a delay on like the live stream or for what it reads and like I what the laser know. is but I am, yeah, I'm 100% I mean, everybody behind else's you. were pretty much like right on it. And that, I was kind of like, like Sid. And then I think Valentine actually, or Charles also had the same thing where it was like yeah. a little, like a little delay. I'm and then very some surprised of them. that they made that choice because like yeah. the Origins guys know better, I feel like. And I don't know why they would, you know, obviously. I mean, it that's, was a cool I end really like the ending. Yeah. yeah. The, the fact that it, that movement is, is beautiful. And like yeah. the fact that, you know, Seth did it so beautifully again, like, yeah. That was so cool to watch. And anyone that could pull that off. But, it's an unnatural movement to like yeah. swipe a swipe a laser. I mean, that I feel does like if you're gonna have there. the laser there, just yeah. make them finish in support. Yeah, like finish with the climb up. You put it so that your shoulders so go yeah, through the laser. Go higher, you know? go higher. So yeah, like, like then it's like your head or your shoulders are gonna hit it. It's not just like if you get your hand in the right level. It's just no. Yeah, there shouldn't be any room for fuckery, and that was the same wall that like um, that you again. Yeah. Again, like I have issues with that wall. I'm a sensitive. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't. I don't care. But like. That that wall again. It's just like those yeah. checkpoints. Like you got to dial in those ends of the course because they, luckily there were no loopholes this time. But it yeah. is just awkward. The well, way. and it's like now the comps are getting to the point where like it is being decided by like zero point one seconds, mm-hmm. which it's like you don't want that to be because somebody like had their hand there, but it, they but missed they the just laser. Like somehow like, missed the laser. Yeah. yeah, because it just seemed kind of like. It's our, and for Sid, it was kind of like he took the side route also, which I was like, oh, that was kind of a weird choice to mm-hmm. avoid the down up, like straight into Dino. Yeah. And I think he did it to like be careful about the careful laser. about the laser. But then yeah. like because he was coming from the side, he ended up like not triggering the laser or something weird. So it was just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm in the same boat. Where it's like you they've done such a good job with like every other part of the course design. Mm-hmm. And they avoided that in like the first course, which was super dope. And then it was kind of like in the second course, like, ah, you know, like if just, just maybe, or like, maybe like have them finish on the dino wall where you like actually have to end with a dino yeah. and like, just instead of just waving that arm. Yeah. I also feel like it's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, exactly. From the like, viewer's perspective. I think it's like, like a climb up finish for any course is kind of like, even though I love it because it's a, you know, yeah. it's an important parkour movement. It's a classic, it's an iconic movement and it's something that is a huge decider often between, you know, yeah. the podium is like, how fast can you go up, climb up? Yeah, like, which we saw a, in Apex, a, like in yeah. the end of that course was like mm-hmm. getting up that wall just ended up being like, who has, the, who has the best top out basically. But I ultimately think like the, the climb up and that was the thing with, with my like little controversy, whatever, two yep. years ago or or three years ago was anything with a climb up at the end of a course, it kind of just gets weird. Like with lasers to time a climb up is odd, especially in the closer to the climb up that you're trying to stop time, the weirder it gets. I feel like so for it to be in the middle of like a a dynamic climbing movement is just kind of, yeah. Like if you're going to finish it, it's an experimental top out and then put the laser so that when they stand up, 
you know, or like just past it. So it's like top out, run a step, you know, like that's something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just like, it is put, cool to like see the course end. it's like top out triumphant on something high. Like, yeah. Oh, that's rad. Like, and it's hard. You're ending with, you know, like with, a, yeah, a tiring with, movement. Exactly. Requires some coordination. Um, and like, I know that they wouldn't, it would be silly to have them try and top out on that like tiny little, little ledge, tiny wall, yeah. which like I'm glad they didn't do that because I also hate when it's like a really Super technical weird. finish for yeah. no reason. Cause then you're like, people are gunning through the course. And then at the end it's like, they take now 10 seconds. This, like yeah. V seven bouldering problem. Exactly. You're like the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So but. I'm happy they didn't do that. I think it was like cool that they tried to do it with the dyno. Um, and I think, you know, for me it was just kind of like, Oh, it's kind of, you just don't they, ever want like people to complain about the lasers. Like go over, you know, they could have made another obstacle where you had to go over something. Yeah. I don't know what it, yeah. I can't knock them for it. I know how hard it is to, yeah. to run these comps and like sometimes even, even something like that seems obvious like that, you know, you can just think it's a great idea and it, and then yeah. I'm sure they would, you know, Tom and Rez are such, such brilliant and like, dedicated and hardworking guys and uh like i know they that fix everything they, they that fix everything gets addressed and i for think sure. that they probably are the first people to admit that maybe that wasn't yeah you know the best experiment you know because well, i know also, that like, they want that, that and then people are also like you know you can be like well just trigger the laser and if you don't it's your fault but it's like well in the middle of a comp do you really want your fastest athlete to lose because they didn't no. trigger a laser like that's a really exactly. that's not parkour like <laughs> well and, and it's not a parkour movement to to wave your hand wave through your anything hand in front of a laser so, like, at the you don't, end of you don't like want a, the course to influence you want it to reflect what people train not yeah. like have them solve a problem like yeah. unless it's the skill challenge the, or the like point, throw an actual dyno at the yeah. end where it's like you have to grab it and you finish in a cat hang instead of just like an arbitrary wall run basically yeah but that that was cool i thought speed was really really good it was sick because um that top like five positions got so clustered it mm. was really cool yeah you know like and then you got, I think Valentine and Charles both kind of like messed up. So they were pretty hype coming in because Charles had just won Apex. Valentine yeah. like breezed through qualifiers. So it's cool to see, you know, it's like it is that balance between like playing it safe and, and going super fast. Um, I wish Max hadn't whacked his head. That, that was, was so super disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, that was so bad. But like that's also, I mean, I kind of like when they put those low things in courses as well like i don't it's odd because that oh not exact zach's movement but that yeah when he won last year that was that was part of one of the courses was going yeah. underneath that same rail those two rails and so. it's like a decision of like do i want to like qm or like kind of like under bar like or, yeah, duck walk or do yeah. i want to like slide through it yeah. and, um it's it's a good it's like a good like initial point that yeah. like slows some people down and you can well and they didn't have too much momentum going into it so right yeah. at the beginning of the course so, so you're like trying to like, accelerate. you can't be mad at that but yeah, yeah it was just super unfortunate to see max just conk his head yeah and like obviously like we know he's a beast at speed run yeah. so it would have been sick to see him run both and see him not get hurt but that's just like a frustrating injury like talk about like stupid injuries and like dude <laughs> yeah whacking your head like i've done rail. that so many friggin' times oh, it's just God. every time you're like why I'm it's right like my eyes are here. How did I not forget like Yep. But, it's it's yeah. absolutely So what did you think of um I thought women's speed this year was really exciting too, actually. 
I unfortunately haven't like gotten to see all of it. Okay. Because uh, I, you know, I was yeah. just at Guernsey all weekend. I watched the live, um, the end of the live stream, the style comp. So while it was happening, and then yesterday I took as much time as I could to just kind of like watch, uh, you know, men's speed and and skill. and skill because you know those are the events I'm most interested in. But um, I didn't get a really good view of. Yeah. I, you know, I know, I know. Renee won the speed. Yeah. And, uh, closely followed by Tam, Tam and then and then Juliet, Juliet I think was in third yeah. yeah and then for skill it was Renee again Gil was Sydney and Renee Tam, Tam and, and Sydney. Sydney yep and then style was Sydney Renee Juliet yep. so, um I'm really happy Juliet competed this year that was really sick to see yeah. her do style and, and speed um the speed course was dope because like the I thought the first course set was so cool for a women's comp mm-hmm. because it had what the men were doing was like the wall run from the windowsill going up to the big pillar. Yep. Um, they kind of like the women all had to basically do like a bouldering problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's so what like, I heard. I heard that on the commentary. It was sick though, and because I, it was I, like, like Tam and Renee. I'm excited to watch it. Dude, like Tam and Renee are both really strong at climbing obviously. And so like they made it look pretty friggin' fast. Like they basically just like popped to like mantle on that mm-hmm. like low piece, like grabbed the other one, like hand foot match and then just popped sick. out and like kept going. And Juliet did it really quickly as well. But you really saw like the diverse mm-hmm. field. Cause it was just like, I mean like three years ago it was like putting like a climb up in a lot of like speed comps was kind of like, Oh, is that fair yeah. for women's confidence? Like, of course it is. Like yeah. if it's, you know, saying it's not like Tam's been able to do, better climb ups than me since like 2008 you know? like, <laughs> yeah she's a beast and it was sick to me to see that like that variation because the wall run would have been i think possible for like tam and renee and some of the other some of the other ladies mm-hmm. but like they just didn't try it i think maybe the success rate wasn't like a hundred percent so yeah. it was safer to just do the problem but it was really i thought that set was really cool and then um in the second one as well, it ended up being really cool because everyone took the low route under like the initial low route, except Renee popped like straight to support. Mm-hmm. And then that ended up being, I think she won by like a second and a half. And that oh, was wow. pretty much like where, where she, where, gained, where she gained it. Um, it was also cool because I remember, I think two years ago, it was like that same kind of route on the high pillars when Kasha won speed. And everybody was kind of like, who's Kasha? Like she just basically like sent those plyos yeah, yeah, across. Yeah. And like looked hella sketchy, but it was like super quick (laughs) and it was sick because this year there were like, I think, well, I guess it was just the top three that went to the second course, but, um, Juliet, Tam and Renee also like all just hit those pillars like so casually. And so it was really, it was nice to see that because a couple years ago, I think people were injured. The competition was like a little bit thinner. So it was kind of like, come on, you know, like it's like a seven foot jump. And then this year it was like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're all like savage and like just going through it super chill. Um, so that was cool. I I thought women's, all the women's divisions this year were pretty fun to watch, which was nice. Yeah. It's always good when like, cause even with the men, it can be like thinned out some years where you're just like, ah shit. There's just like not really, well the the, the names, the who's who's aren't here. And so it's not, always like yeah. the most elite level competition and that goes for anywhere i'm not talking about NPC. with that one that we were talking about was mm-hmm. like a perfect example of that where it's literally like okay it's still in brandon and then there's like a six second gap and then like whoever comes in third <laughs> was it like jesse that came in third that year or like uh i don't know who I was don't remember was but there, it was just like yeah, that's how like, i felt i was yeah. like it's, it's basically dylan versus brandon and yeah. then like 15 other guys that are a lot slower yep, yep. so and that's not 
fun to watch like it's no, way yeah, more it's fun like, when it's like this year where you've got like six or seven people at the top where like any one of these could yeah, take no, it I, that's what i love about it is it's kind of like you know again i love fighting so it's like boxing and, yeah. and ufc where it's like when you get the right athletes involved they, all of a sudden the whole thing gets elevated to this whole new level mm-hmm. and i think renee's like really doing um a, a lot right now and i mean obviously in sydney and like yeah. every all the girls that were competing juliet obviously they're all crushing it um i just want to give a special shout out to renee for really like putting herself out there and like competing in every event yeah and two, she did injured back, as well like this with injuries for and, origins pro um but i think that like that that domination that she's kind of showing right now is is going to inspire it always inspires another wave you know and yeah, it's just for like sure. I, I can't, you know, I just love the era. I, lo- I love like the history of yeah, it. I want to see like if, if Hendo can retain his titles, if he wants to keep competing. Yeah. And, um, people are getting burnt out though. It is also like, I've heard a lot of whispers of people just being like, you know, what? I just kind of want to switch to skill or I mean, I think that's cool like though, competing. because then it's just like the new, new yeah, blood yeah. comes in, you know, it's like, you've it's got fresh. I mean, who, who is our style winner? Max, um, what's his Max last Antal. name? Antal from Forge. I mean, Dude, obviously he's, he's been training for savage. years. Yeah. Um, but for me, he's, he's a brand new face. Like yeah. I have not seen this guy. Um, I've not, I wasn't even aware of him really. I, I just like met him at the forge, port. I think like three years ago or two and a half years ago. And my first experience was like walking into the gym and he was drilling like an eight foot Webster pre on like the eight foot tall bars. Oh my God. And he was just like doing it to bounce back like six, seven, eight times in a row and just trying to stick it. I'm like, <laughs> okay and then he did like triple abc like the next day oh my in God. the gym and i was like yeah this guy's a savage yeah yeah it's just it's mind-boggling and then know? this year yeah like everybody's like he's coming out of the woodwork he's like, coming out dude he's been stomping like well, that, that was nate, stuff. you know two years ago that was yeah, nate nate true. just came out of the like people were just kind of making their debuts you know tyler, when they're ready tyler, tyler peterball, peterball yeah tyler peterball was like dude, in the tyler's cut. second style run um, well, okay, really quick before we go on to style, because that was yeah, super yeah, hype. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you're talking about with Renee, I think this year was like the first year that you've seen where like Sydney's style runs scored higher than like several of the guys. Mm-hmm. So, and then Renee with like the skill, I felt like she could have competed in like the qualifying round with the guys and like almost gotten close to getting through mm-hmm. if not like if like obviously like Robbie and Callum and stuff are there but like I think if she had done you know like the well and they do like the skills challenges it is like men and women yep. qualifying on, on the same challenges but it was it's sick because now you are seeing like that level of competition between like the elite men obviously have been just training so long that's like yep. that is still like a substantial gap but now you're seeing between like the guys who have been kind of like still killing it but aren't at that like super elite level the elite women are like really catching up which is super super rad because we've been saying it for like you know years everybody that's been sleeping on like women's comps it's just like there just needs to be you know basically like the the women's community has been around for they just need time time, to age a little bit yeah i mean well it's like i was saying it's kind of like phil doyle was like the first of the new gen that killed it and he mm-hmm. started when he was like 14 and that exactly. was basically 10 years ago and now you're seeing like elise and lulu like renee started when she was super young it was just like seven years later you know so it's just yep. like there's been that gap and now we're seeing that gap start to like really close and the next like two or three years it's just going to keep going like juliet is still like 17 um you know like elise lulu 
Um, there's a, obviously like a ton of other random beastly women that are, that are around. So it's, it's that super, was super cool this it's year. Super, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what I was watching. I think I randomly came across like a, something with Tony Hawk on YouTube and, yep. and just like, they were talking about how far skateboarding's come and, and I, I just like, you know, I started thinking about the future of parkour and I'm like, damn dude, we are going to have like monuments, <laughs> like we're like, seriously, we're yeah. going to have like parks dedicated to people, you know, p- yeah. people like, and just and Western eventually, yeah, I mean, you never know, like it, yeah. the sky is not just the limit, but it's like inevitable yeah. for our community, I think. And, uh, I mean, it's that's just, scary, that's exciting, but, but it's, but yeah, it's, it's super very cool. It's, yeah, it's a little scary for us. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just like, it's exciting time, man. It's, just, yeah, man. it's exciting time to be I'm a parkour I'm excited for fan. Air Whip for the, more for the women's division this year than, than the men's. And like, I don't know if you've been keeping up. There's like, uh, I don't know if she's like Hazal or like Steffi. Oh. Do you know Steffi? Her Instagram's like Steffi Madness from Spain. She's uh, just been destroyed. Like yeah. her cat pass prees oh, yeah, and yeah, running yeah, yeah. prees. No, I think I just started following her for that like, same reason. I was like, Ooh dude, shit. Yeah. Like the like, level of like, like Renee is like also obviously a tank been those, Yeah. But like what Steffi's been shooting in Spain, it's been basically like the difference. Like when Ilabaka started putting stuff out in 07 exactly. compared to like the other men, you're just like, yo, this is the next level. Like this is where people are going to be at in like three or four years. Mm-hmm. Like watching Steffi's videos. I'm like, Oh snap. Like this is, like she's doing like fast she's drop Kong prees at height and stuff. And it's like, this is what like, you're like, yeah, it was inevitable, but yeah. like now you're seeing it Georgia as well. Monroe mm-hmm. just doing like 12 foot plyos and stuff. You're like, it was inevitable, but now we're seeing it happen. It's like super, super cool. Um, and then dude, I'm, I'm hyped to talk about style because let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right. I mean, Max's first run, Matt, I mean, uh, just they, like blew the lid off of everything. <laughs> I, I can't even like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe like these people exist still. And yeah. I still don't know about them. Yeah. You know, like obviously you'd met them, but I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, another one. Yeah. Dude. Like another freak. Yeah. The only thing bon- monster, the craziest thing about that first run too, that I saw was like as savage as it was, his line building could still get better. Yeah. You know, which is like, yeah. like I, I, it was the most obvious thing I, I think was when he hit that cast back and then kind of like had planned, I think to, I might've missed the, the first round. Of, okay. Of, so the first run he did like dub a from the top uh-huh. into like a really cool, like flyaway 90 pre straight into like cast back. Then he just kind of like landed it really nicely and then like went to go do dub side. But in between those, he kind of just did this weird, like Valdez setup mm-hmm. to kind of like, I don't know, like maybe give himself a breather or something, but it was just like a weird, it was just like a weird thing that I think is just like, Oh, kind of new to comp, Mm -hmm. um, in the moment, you know, maybe he thought he was going to over rotate it. I don't know. Uh, then just stomped the crap out of dub side and then like went and just like stomped scoot dub full, like super, super nice off of like the kind of like hip high box at the bottom. And just X'd out and everybody was just wild. Jaws on the floor. Yeah. And then dude, Nate followed oh that my God. up Nate's with like I- the cleanest run in comp. <laughs> oh my God. Like the transition, like the difficulty for Nate's level, I feel like it was like not, it was savage. Like the side mm-hmm. swing crock that he did at the end, I feel like people, like I feel like the judges kind of like underrated Nate mm-hmm. the entire comp. Yeah. Um, which I think like maybe I'll like, I was just kind of like a little bit surprised at, at how, how they scored some of his runs, but that first run, like the difficulty was not crazy, but 
the flow and the execution, like I remember watching the slow-mo and just being like, there is not a misstep. There's like, no moment of like, like literally there's no moment where it was like, Oh, he like under or over rotated and had to take an X. It was just like the smoothest run in comp. Like I've seen in a long time. And then just doing like finishing it with like step up side pre to like your hyper leg to swing croc is like so savage. I don't think I've ever seen actually anybody do side to swing croc. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe Dante has done it like, but I've definitely never seen it in comp. I don't think it was super cool. And then Tyler had a really solid first run and then his second run where he ended with that bar combo he did like the inward re-grab. Yep. That 360 spin, which is stupid in yeah, any it, other context. But like that was like, so yeah. cool but in it, that context. The, yeah, it was super cash the way he, like yeah. he just kind of like landed. Yeah, I he actually liked it. He just like re-grabbed it, just let go, did a 360 and or like a 270 and yeah. just used it to, to like go straight into, into the next thing. thing. And he did so a weird sick. like It was like front a Webster, Webster yeah. into, like, Webster into grab, a back yeah. swing. Oh man, and then and like then, just yanked flyaway dub full out of yeah. like basically no Nothing. swing. <laughs> Dude, that was that was the other yeah the the the, the poles of these doubles out of oh out of gosh, no swing Dude. like Max the same thing he just like yeah. fell into a fucking double flyaway, flyaway yeah. from like a you know like a fifteen degree angle <laughs> yeah. I was like how the fuck and then you know even with Nate again like what. What is it you call it? His uh oh so the, the regrab that he did to like, to like the inward side. Yeah. Like the kip side kind of. Yeah. That was yeah, that was super, super and smooth. He rounded off to like Ooh, Jesus. Damn, that Dude. was that was I don't you know if they hear can that. hear that. that Yo. gnarly. Yo. That was literally instantaneous that between was, the yeah, lightning. Like the and lightning the and the thunder were the same <laughs> one and the same on that one. That was insane. That uh, must have struck like yeah. the building potentially. <laughs> Hopefully the podcast is still recording. Yep. Jesus Christ! Ooh, I got a little, I got hair, little hair up chills, on my arm. Yeah. Damn, dude, <laughs> my spidey senses. for Nate's Nate's run. I guess. Yeah. I guess God also feels like he was under <laughs> underrated. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember how Nate started his second run. Um, because I know he finished well, and then he finished. I'm sure he was not super stoked with. He did the like cart to like Tarada grab at the end, which he did the same thing in Apex and like kind of. Mm. also like pulled it out of no momentum and kind of undershot it and like on this one he like under rotated as well yeah which i remember talking to him after apex he was like why didn't i just do like cartful or like (laughs) i was like in there and i was like oh i'll just do or like gms i think was what he ended up doing he was like oh i'll just do like gms out of it and then like he did the exact same thing in origins pro and under rotated again and i'm just like Oh man, like at the end of your run, like I'm sure That's he was so not, annoying. not super stoked on that, but the rest of it was super clean. And then, yeah, I just thought like for me, the first round, Max just hit so hard with his run. I think like well-deserved first place for the difficulty, but like to me, like Nate's first run was my favorite. Like mm-hmm. I think it should have scored lower than Max's, but it was my, fa- it was just so smooth. And then like Tyler's for sure was in third. And then, um, I, I like Tyler's run the best in the second round. And then I think Nate's and Max's, which is how it was scored. Um, oh, nice. like Tyler was got the best score going through the first round or mm-hmm. the second round and Max in the first. And then, uh, I also thought, you know, who else I thought was underscored a little bit was Sean Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. His run was lit. His, his second run, his especially, second run was so good. I was very, very happy. Did, so I don't, he got like a yeah. seven. And yeah, it was I like, was... I think Max got like a 7.4 and I think the highest was like a 7.7. 7. Like all the runs in the second round were like scored a bit lower and there weren't 
any bangers, but I think Tyler's run got like a seven eight, and I thought that should have definitely it's so scored higher. Like it's always in it's, that round. It's yeah. got to be bothersome when you're a style athlete to just know that the 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 outcome is really not in your hands. Yeah, and like based on just like how your tricks match up against somebody else's and then the judge's preference or just like yeah. if the judges like have they everyone's got biases I think that's biases. with Sean I think Sean yeah. gets screwed a lot because he's got that like poppy b-boy style mm-hmm. where you know it almost looks like he's stopping and then like he's got that also like that Joey Adrian like squirrely like yeah, kind of yeah. like twitchy movement over here now over here yeah <laughs> but like watching it in slow-mo like he just lands and does kind of like a little like b boy oh, yeah. step to prep, but there's like no hesitation. No, and it's and it he, almost just looks like when you don't watch his style a lot, it looks like there's way more hesitation than there is. Mm. And I feel like his second round, like I would have scored him higher than Max for sure. Like I would have put him probably in third just based on on difficulty mm. and his connections, like how he used it. Yeah. He did like so wonder, many like awkward gates. There's so many and, like, like trends weird... and stuff too. Like that's what yeah. I wonder, like I wonder how the trends affect it because like whether or not like we are aware as a judge or as an audience member, there's, there's things that are happening in parkour that are like feel trendy. Like gates yeah. are, gates are hot right now. Yeah. Throwing some gate flips, some gate whips. Yeah. yeah. Get in there. He did that but, nice you know, gate like, layout and, was just, and, and he comboed what, everything so well. Oh my God, so it was well. so pimp. Yeah. And shout out to Sean. I feel Sean like Higgins you killed in that second round. Like, yeah, hundred percent, super good. But yeah, it's just it's just like weird, you know, because Nate has that deep bag of tricks, and like yeah. you said, like he went for something that maybe he didn't even need to do. Yeah, because yeah. he's trying to like stand out. Um, because you know, Cartful is just t- maybe too classic. Yeah. You can't do that. You know, well, and then and in this also, day and age, so, it's just not. It's not. It's not popping. Yeah. But it will come back into fashion. Oh like, yeah. Everything kind of cycles through. Moves like kind of get reused and they make resurgences or they get like yeah. reinnovated and. And I think a lot of people see like Cartful and they're like, okay, if you're Nate, obviously you can do that out yeah. of anything. So it's kind of like why even put it in there. Yeah. But it's it is like a better bow at the end of the run to just do like a nice Cartful hyper out you know, than to undershoot a harder trick. Exactly. Um, but talking about trends. So I think like overall an APC by far has like the best judging for style. I feel like mm-hmm. I've never really, you know, obviously you like, never you're feel never, like anybody gets robbed. Yeah. I never like, feel like anybody's going to get might, robbed. You might, you might be able to debate it, but it's not going to be yeah, like, it's a debate where I'm like, I understand this. I just don't agree with it necessarily. Yeah. So for me, big trick round max, Obviously, like Max won yeah. full in. Yeah, I think I don't know scoot, if that's scoot the full first in, I think. one. Scoot full in. I think that's I, a, wrong? That, I think yeah, scoot full in. Yeah. I think that's the first one that's been done on hard ground and <laughs> l- landed on hard ground. Um, like no hands. Like he stumbled out of it a little bit, yeah, but it's but like, dude, scoot that's full a in. A lot like, of momentum. Yeah, like, the only one to, I've ever seen landed nicer was the one that Kalen did in his oh, in out his, with a bang yeah, yeah. video but that was to grass but that was to grass and, and with a bigger drop and a bigger drop yeah. yeah so i mean not to take anything away from him obviously but yeah and well he, and he did it in that line and he did it after that's a Kong the most savage pre. line i yeah, think in like a style maybe, yeah. video maybe <laughs> like hong gainer pre 90 yeah that was down nuts. into 360 back handspring straight into scoop full in and just stomped like that's a savage line fucked, fucked. so like nothing away from kalen but obviously yeah you won't see this for two years anyway because he's on his mission <laughs> yep um but then the big trick, I think the thing that confused me, so Max got like an 8.5 something, like 8.58, I think. And then Tyler's big trick was sick, but I thought it got way overscored. 
Like it, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. He did like that running, like running punch wall po- flip. It, basically, it's, it's it's the trap door is what people are calling it, right? Yeah, which is but like I thought trap door was, was the one where you're like in between two things and you go in between. But I guess it's the same kind of move. Just it's hard to keep this up, direction but, yeah. instead of this direction. Um, but when he did, when he so did it, full, he was he was on the the corner. So he basically so, just did like a running pre bounce back yeah. into a full. Yeah, which is like. The first one that he did got like an, here's the thing like I'm I'm not mad at them scoring that high because yeah. it's a thin beam it's high up you've got like tight space on the back and yeah. it's savage like and he, not it's all, not like he tried to like draw it out he didn't like yeah. play it safe yeah. he did it as much like a trapdoor as he possibly could have yeah, without like there's, without fully committing to only the vertical face of that beam yeah which would have been like the truest form of it I guess yeah he just caught like just enough of the corner to keep himself you know but also safe. like when you're going on that with the just that pure vertical it's like you have to set yourself oh further you have to be back full, with your full body 90, yeah and then it's like now you're so yeah, you're that, going backwards into that's that what wall. we're saying is like that's why it's so kind of you do have to compress and do it but I thought like the thing that was weird to me was when he did it just to back layout and stomped it yeah. he got an 8.1 and then Nate <laughs> Nate's back lache to punch gainer yeah which I thought was fucked yeah got like a 7.4 or 7.7 seven. and I was just like wait a second like this is like a blind release to a flat wall yep to punch wall gainer and he landed it and took like a step back and that was it like he it was so clean for his big trick. Just to play devil's advocate for it him was, real quick. It was so, like, I thought that was super underscored. I I don't really have an actually strong opinion one way or the other because for yeah. me, like, the both of those those moves are, are kind of beyond, like, my They're really my, different my as grasp. well. Like, it's hard to I kind think, of grade I think them. If, if, uh, if I was a judge, maybe I might have been wooed or I might have been swayed at the fact that, like, despite it not being, like, actually what it maybe needs to be mm-hmm. to be scored, what it, like, a true trapdoor... The Tyler thing, what Tyler did, it had way is more new. wow factor. It, it was it, it, you, ha- you don't see that. Well, we I, think it, I think I think it move. is trendy now. It is that trendy, is, like, but we Sean haven't did it. Like I oh, mean, I'm not saying it's not trendy, yeah. but we haven't seen it to a beam. Yeah, I mean, recently, like mo- no, no one's really been rocking. Jared it. did Apex. He did that punch to punch inward from the lache oh, at yeah. the old boulder gym to the beam yep, yep, yep. but like i know what you mean i think it had it, more wow it factor like, it's yeah. high up yeah it's like very committee. it's a fat running pre i mean not it's not huge but it's it's a big running decently pre, yeah. sized pre and yeah so like despite and so like i think again like i don't have a strong opinion one way or the other but just to, right now super hard Mm, just it's not too chubby bad. rain. I'm just, just wondering. I'm like, should I go move the car? No, I, um, I always think that too. But the hail is almost never yeah, actually bad big enough. enough. And then, but like with the Nate thing, and again, I, I don't want to take away from Nate. I just yeah. like to play devil's advocate because Nate is so long. He's yeah, a, he's a big dude. He's got a long reach. Where, where by the time he lets go of the bar, he's, he's like only traveling like yeah, a few feet. Yeah, to like actually get get his feet on the wall. And I'm not saying that that makes it. Yeah. easy because it definitely i'm sure it doesn't well, make it he easy also just makes but I think everything look way too easy he's just too good when he did that it was like and that oh. move and that move is even though it's super gnarly and maybe it's harder and maybe like what tyler did I've is more only accessible seen, to I've me i've only seen nate and alfred do that move i yeah. don't know i don't think i've seen anybody maybe eric maybe Eric's like probably done it um i feel like joey might have done it uh, yeah, but maybe on a know. slant like i think know, like people have done lots it on of people slant. have done it on slanted yeah. walls and i think that's the problem yeah because like because we've seen it so much on slanted walls like it, it loses its well, sex appeal it was on also a vertical like wall one of those even though it's in like it's yeah. exponentially harder it's also one of those moves like I remember a couple years ago Joey did two step like you gain or full oh, yeah. on the slanted wall and it was just like 
got scored like fourth in or third in big trick and that was like the first one anyone had ever thrown on hard ground but like i don't know if the judges knew that necessarily and i know something that like bob has complained about a lot like alfred's complained about a lot is Mm -hmm. just like like people not being up on like tricks yeah but it's also just really hard to gauge like tyler's thing on the surface also looks like way scarier than nate's actually i think tyler might have done the backwards um to gainer as well but i'm not sure but like he's got like a lot of those types of tricks but like on the surface you're like wow that's super sketchy but then you think about it and you're like okay it's like a running pre you lean back and you do you absorb a little bit and you hit your full down and it's like definitely still really scary but it's like also like okay the pieces aren't that terrible Mm -hmm. whereas like when you break down nates it's like okay you're releasing you can't see how far back the wall is so like that's the thing is like you also yeah. don't have enough time and you can't get your body in a position like you would for a backwards lache where you can see through your feet. So yeah. it's like even though it's close, yeah. it's a hundred percent by touch. Yeah. And then you have to make sure that your feet and hips are in the per- like right place. Trajectory. Where yeah. when you punch, you're not <laughs> you're not just like sliding down. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to commit to a fucking gainer off a wall. Yeah. Which is like, in terms of what can go wrong realistically, mm-hmm. like on. You know, Tyler's like, unless he misses the beam, what's going to go wrong is like, he's a beast. He's going to twist it. He's not going to really jack it up. Nate's also a beast, but like, there's, you know, a lot more variability in terms of like how you hit that wall, which is why I was like so impressed. He stomped it first try. Yeah. You know? And so I just saw that and I was kind of like a little bit confused. I thought at least they should have been graded equally. Instead of, and then like, I think walled up full pop full got more points than the Lachey trick, which is like, to me, I'm like walled up full pop full is sick, but there's also, I think a lot more but people. But obviously started with what he thought was his better trick, right? Yeah, too. exactly. So like, yeah, and I think there's a lot odd. more people that could do wall dub full pop full yeah. than could do that bar trick. This is where it gets sticky, right though? Because if we start trying to break it down we start getting really, then yeah. all of a sudden we have to start actually placing techniques like this one's harder than this yeah. one's harder than that one. But unless you do like, this, is it and harder that's for when, the person, you know, like, and so even though it sucks that all this variability exists, like, I don't know that I, I favor the contrary, which is a gymnastic style point system where you basically like know how many points you can score with your yeah. trick. And, oh, I definitely go, think know, that would be like, I, that, I would that, hate that. that. That bothers me way more. Yeah. So ultimately I, I like that there's some fuckery yeah. even though they're and you it's know, just like it's, it's just, rough to be a judge like I've judged it's tough. a lot of comps and it's like nobody's ever fully happy no and for me like as a judge I'm kind of like usually I understand and just like sometimes you get it right sometimes people don't think you get it right and it's like yeah you just got to deal with that if you're judging and like you're confident in your decision obviously well, and, like that's why you and put some, the points in and then there's often like standout performances as well yeah where it's just like if you if you are able to, and again, it shouldn't be just like in fighting where they say don't yeah. leave it to the judges, like knock the guy out, finish the fight if you yeah. want if you want to secure the victory. But like it's kind of the same mentality, which you know it's kind of a bummer for the athletes, but it's also this opportunity to be yeah. like I'm going to shine so hard that literally there'll be no debate. Yeah, who won this comp, I, and that happens. Also, and when that happens, it's a glorious moment. I also wonder if at some point we would like get to the point where with big trick. It would almost be like you get a ledge, a wall, and a bar. Yeah. And then you're comparing because like then you're comparing the top three, their best bar trick, ledge trick, and wall trick to each other instead of being like, We had a ledge trick 
essentially oh, yeah. a wall trick and a bar trick in the mm. top three. So it's more and like it's kind of like, well, how do you gauge them against each other? I'm like, I don't. You get gymnastics on us again, Max. That's a lot. You of, got that floor routine. And no, I'm just kidding. But I think like, for the big trick, that's like that's a lot of work mostly for the athlete. I think yeah. for the judge, it makes things a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, but it's also like hard to ask somebody well, to and, throw and down like, three I big really tricks. I really like the combo too. I like that. Yeah. Like, like some years they've had like some sick combos. Like yeah. I, I always love to think. And, and I remember when Nate threw the flyaway to swing through, you know, yeah, dub flyaway or, or yeah. dub. What was yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one are you talking about? I'm talking the... about off his foot. Like he's sw- oh, like, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gainer to like, or fly swing gainer to like drop one foot, swing yep. through cork or double cork. Maybe yeah. I think he went for even, I don't know if he's done it yeah. in competition, but I know he's done that. Just like some of these things, it's just when you can combine the bar with the ledge with yeah. the wall, or like if you have some combination going, depending on the setup, I think, you know, yeah. you don't want to shut that down because ultimately I, I, I know it's harder, especially for the judges to compare ledge wall and bar tricks. Mm-hmm. But for me as a viewer, I don't want it to be too standardized. I don't, I don't, I don't think it, it's too much for the, it won't be, maybe eventually it won't mm-hmm. be because it'll be that competitive. But right now it's a lot to ask for each I guess it wouldn't matter because you still have your specialty, right? Yeah. But like, you know, for each person to have a good trick in each of those domains, I guess tough. it would make it interesting. Yeah. I think like ultimately it doesn't, it, would it, cool. wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of take it back. I guess I'm, I, I don't I think it's okay, like, I don't but, think it's gymnasty. I, like I wouldn't want it to be in the sense where it's like, you here's have your to vault, do, here's your rings, yeah, here's your yeah. high bar, here's your, yeah. It's like, more just like when you have like options. So like Nate obviously was like, I have a hard wall trick. I have a hard bar trick. Max some, has like, some thought could go Max into has like, like flyaway full in and full out on bar. Yeah. Tyler has like flyaway full regrab dub flyaway. They all yeah. have a really wide skill set. It'd be cool if they didn't just have to choose one thing, but if they got the ability to like get, you know, their three attempts on each of those. So you can see like, God damn, these are all really well-rounded athletes, Oh yeah, yeah. you know? And it's like, and then you're judging them for their whole skill set instead of saying like, what's the one thing today that you feel like you have. Um, but I think it's, it's fine. And in apex, you know, like Tyler, his, I think he was in first place, uh, and then like was trying flyaway full regrab dub fly and just like couldn't yeah. get the swing and like only got single flyaway. So it's like he kind of missed his big trick and then ended up like Nate ended up beating him because of that. So in this one, it's like, all right, you know, like Tyler beat <laughs> Nate and then Max beat all of them because of his big trick. So it's kind of yeah. like fair play. You know, it gets it gets yeah. switched around. It's any given night, like, I mean, yeah. like even with the speed and with the skill, like obviously Tim Champion's been dominating. Dude, yeah, let's right? talk like, about the skill really but, quick too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like let's get into skill. But I, all I'm saying, all I was going to say is just like, it's it's nuts to me that we're at that level now where it's like any given night, like Shaw yeah. wins, Hendo wins, Max was in the mix until he got, you know, mm-hmm. last year. Like it, it's, it's just fucking that's like the exciting part about it. Yeah. It's like, again, like I just, the, all the things that excite me about fighting, I see in parkour where it's just like on any given night, like somebody has it, somebody, if they're feeling strong, if they're prepared and they, they nail their tricks, mm-hmm. it's anybody's competition. Yeah. Or if they nail their run and speed, you know, anything can happen. Like there's so much talent. It's insane. But, Definitely. But skill, but skill Ooh. real quick. Let's get into that dude. Young skill because the challenges Tim this Champion. year were absolutely Tim Champion fierce. and Andy uh, just oh just my god hat hats off Take to your those gentlemen god dude. damn hat off to those boys <laughs> those but I'm gonna leave it off I'm, I'm gonna let the let the frizz flow let the locks fly but um oh man it was such a good finals yeah this year I think I think the the challenge <sighs> difficulty was was 
on. Like, oh, you it know, was, it was like, like, I think they learned difficult. a little bit. I think they learned like in, in the international, at least mm-hmm. it was like maybe they too a little easy. easy. Yeah. But, but it was still made for a really exciting competition. Yeah. It's nice to see actually people use all their attempts and still like only barely get all three. Yeah. But it's almost more nail biting and when like more it exciting goes down to like the when, sudden when, deaths when only when you only have to, you know, get two to win and yeah. you know, there's a sudden death and well, and I think it's, it's really, you appreciate as a viewer, like mm. how good. I think what, what skill does a great job of is showing how talented some of these athletes are. Yeah. You go from like, even so like, let's take the first round, Liam tank, like absolute beast, just like could not keep up in that first round, like got like one out of (laughs) six. And it was like, they weren't totally like catered to his style, Yeah. which is for me, like that's one thing that's really hard in skill that I think maybe that's where the trends be can really done. become like a factor. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, because right, we're doing it's like, all this oh, ticky all tacky stuff yeah, and like or, pull cats. Yeah. Yeah. And the skill set that you have to have is so broad. Yeah. That, and it's uh, also hard with the qualifier because it's like, so I know Robbie obviously got through and then couldn't do it cause he, he hurt his ankle. Um, but it is kind of like, so my one complaint about skill was that I don't know why they didn't just let the next highest person compete so that they had a full roster because i know like callum Mm. was close to finishing and it's like i'd much rather see callum fill it out than just have nine people you know it's like i didn't know that happened but yeah yeah because robbie had to drop out because he tweaked his ankle Mm. same thing basically that i did was like the last challenge kind of like hurt his ankle a bit so he dropped out but then it's like okay i was kind of just confused like why they didn't just bump the next person in maybe it's because robbie said no i can't do it like 10 mm-hmm. minutes before the comp you know yeah, like you don't there's know there's just no time to announce it um or or yeah by that time cool maybe they approach cal and cal's like no nah, i'm fucking yeah chilling. exactly it would be cool at least if like they had a runner-up where it's like if an injury happens this person gets in yep um for the on-site qualifier so that was kind of like my one thing where i was like eh. um but then you get to see like in that call in that first round the two-minute round like obviously like jared beast liam beast um and like Seth and Daryl beasts, but you saw like a huge gap in terms of like, yeah. uh, like, like ability to, to compete, uh, to complete all the challenges from, I think Liam got one. I think Jared got two. Um, and then like, I think Seth got four, three or four. And then Daryl got four. And then it was like Joe, Tim, Andy five. And they yeah. all got five, like easily yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I think they had Joe pretty good time. a like, bit with like they one all had, of them. Like, but one thing that like, you're like, Oh, I'm surprised. Like I that, think that Andy, cat back, even though it was like, it was maybe the easiest one for all of them. For, yeah. It was somehow like the hard. The cat back stride one. The cat back plyo up. Oh yeah. To yeah. like the post. That's because like impact. It's just like, that's when you just have to hit kind of at the yeah. right angle and it's not a full power cat back. That's so also it's a weird. right turn. Yep. They were, it was actually funny because both of the, um, both of the challenges the both of the catback challenges in the qualifier were right turn favored. Mm. So like the catback stride at height to the pole, you, if you were left turning, you would have had to dodge the corner of the pillar behind you. If you right turned your set. Yep. Um, and the other one, the catback as well, the pillar was like off to the right. So if you were like a left turn, you had to like start way at an angle. And if you're a right turn, you could kind of just like center it up and, and do it. So <clears throat> I think that in the uh, apex qualifier, it was like they had one challenge, one cat back and it was, it was left turn favored. Mm. And that was something that like me and Daryl and Tim were talking about is like, it would be nice if they either balanced it like one in one or tried to set challenges where it like didn't favor one side because like as good as it is to be like, everyone should be ambidextrous when you're doing like fucked up cat one eighties to stride yeah. at height. 
it's like you're going to want to use your strong side. It shouldn't come yep. down to like Andy and Tim turn to the right. Daryl turns to the left. You know, yeah, like that's exactly. kind of a lame, a yeah, lame yeah. thing for it to come down to. Um, and it is like inevitable. Like it's, it's more important to find cool challenges that are hard and let the athletes adapt than it is to like play that game. But like, I think it's something that a lot of people like will complain about or like will have in the back of their heads when they compete. Um, but that was cool. I also, dude, what was the cat 180 finals challenge? Because no one even tried it. And like, it must've been really oh, yeah, messed up. Yeah. I was like, I was trying to think of that too. I was like, like I can Darryl only and think Tim and Andy are all savage at cat and Seth is really good as well. Yeah. And none of them even like looked at it. So I was just like, dude, this I must have be no idea what it was. Fucked up. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I, again, like I, I was only able to skim through it, but like, I was like, I, just I don't know, remember like, what one the third of the challenge cat to was. Cats looked like it was like from the pillar from like the grayish wall to like the pillar which if i remember correctly is just like 10 feet across and then like eight feet diagonal and i was just like that's not gonna happen oh, in a line pre or whatever right well or and something. then they said it so you landed that know. and then you had to do like a dynamic cat back to pre but it was like when renee was explaining it the camera angle that they picked it was yeah. really really hard to tell yeah like which ones he was talking about so i, I i'm not sure what it was I'd like to see somebody do it because it looked jacked up. But I thought the other finals challenges were like the IMAX one was dope because it's iconic. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows how hard it is. That's been yep. like from the European contingent and um, pretty much everybody that like I expected to be like close to competing. Like I know Jared got through. Um, he's just a small dude. Like that's just a hench power challenge. Like it was going to be hard for him to do it because I mean, there was also not a big swing challenge. So, like if that had been like, that's totally Jared's wheelhouse. Well, and there, there was, but it, it was the one running pre to the swing, but like the swing wasn't the hard part. Really. It was like getting the swing out of that out setup, of that setup, you know, yeah. getting like enough power from the 180. But that is, I mean, that, I was like, Jared I've, went and did it on Instagram, like the next day, like from just a normal swing. And it was like super cash. Oh yeah. But that's, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily well, think that like you need a power challenge though for no, it to be a no. swing challenge. Like Jared's so good that like he, he would be able to use his yeah. swing powers to set up the proper for sure. Turnaround out of if that. If he pre. had been able to hit like the running pre yeah. like in the right spot. Yeah. But I'm just thinking like, cause last year there was like that cat back one and like Jared's also got really good cat back. So it's kind of like a luck of the draw. Like he would yeah. have had that one probably easily. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, like none of them really suited the areas where he's super powerful. Um, and then like for Tim, it was, I think also a bit hard cause he's so tall yeah, the that Kong like the IMAX one is like, Oh, you know, you're yeah. like stretching. And then for <laughs> but, like me or Hendo or Daryl, it's like a perfect block where you're just like, boom, yeah. like, yeah. But it also is an afterthought for Tim Champion to do yeah. the dive Kong out because oh, yeah, he literally can so fall tall. into it. Yeah. That was hilarious. I mean, he's a tank. Yeah. It's weird. Like I wonder, um, Great, I wonder great how they will challenge control. setting awesome. for Apex and Origins Pro. Both was yeah. like Tom and Renee. I told Tom and Renee at at Apex I loved the challenges. Like they I did, were super dope. They were like a little bit. They might have been like just that. Just the Kong to the window with the underbar. I think was the only one that was a little bit too easy. Yeah. Like I would have liked them to add something more challenging for the strides, but but the other two I think were like quite hard because um, it was basically like everyone that committed to the Kong into the window got it first try or second try. Mm-hmm. So it was literally just like if you Kong, yeah, you're going to be good enough to do the rest of it. Um, but then the Origins ones like I thought were really, really good. Like iconic IMAX challenge, the running pre one, like awkward run up, 
generating a lot of power to a mm-hmm. rail and then like an awkward kickback into that lache. You had to like stride. This is actually funny because all the people that turned right, I think were like right foot stride dominant and it was a left foot stride dominant challenge. Like yeah. if you, yeah. if you did the left stride on that pillar, you're angled way better. <laughs> yep. So it was kind of like they evened out the bias from the first round with that. Yeah. Which was I think cool. they've actually done a pretty good job of trying to even those things out. Yeah. Like even with the apex ones, all the challenges, like there was mirroring yeah. of like, all right, if you go this way, guess what? You're going to go this way in the next challenge. So yeah. I think they, they're they being pretty conscious job. about like, that. Yeah. It's, it's not conscious. easy. They're improving every year and like, well, they're killing and like it I said, year. sometimes you just see a challenge. You're like, this needs to go this in. Needs it's to be dope. done. And, and it's also, just, yeah. it's biased. And like, that's how it is outside. So how it is. you gotta just deal with it sometimes. That's how it is sometimes. We're, we're going for the perfect world where it's yeah. like, you're building a course to your specifications. Yeah, it's, like, it's got, it's a mirror image on the other yeah, side of yeah. the gym or something. And it's like, that's when it's like, like you know those are like the kinds of criticisms it's great because those are the criticisms that we have to make about NAPC you know it's like it's gotten to the point where it's so good that it's like oh well let me critique NAPC as if it was in a perfect world with like a fit you know like $150,000 budget yeah and it's like obviously it's it's not that and they've done such a good job with what they have that we are like well if we're gonna offer a critique you know other than just saying (laughs) that the comp's dope here's here's what we can nitpick you know and like yeah those those guys are are fucking yeah, heroes. Yeah, it's the best. It's the for sure the best comp format in the world. Like it's I hope that like I really hope that if like parkour does get into the Olympics, like I doubt that <laughs> you know that sport parkour would want to partner, but I hope that they would do something similar to that format because mm-hmm. I'm like like we've talked about before. I'm like I want to at least see a good format if it's going to be there. Yeah. I don't want to see some shitty uh, format. It's tough. I think that ultimately it will be good. Yeah. I think we're going to force it. Like, even if it's a struggle and if it goes back and forth, you know, and I've had like, um, a few British guys on recently, obviously, and you know, fig stuff comes up and you know, it's, it's tough because I opinion on it is very different. I think from the American opinion as well, it's been very insightful. Yeah. To like hear them talk about it and you know, they're, they're obviously way more against it and that makes a lot of sense. Like why they would be because they have, you know, their own, they, they've created the sport in, in their country in Britain mm-hmm. and they don't have to deal with gymnastics. So they've, they've sequestered off some, I will some space. say also though, that but, I think in Europe in general, um, the athletes are a lot less informed on these kind. like, they just oh, yeah. don't care about the politics of it. So they don't look yeah. into it. Cause like I have had like, like at jump fest, I had a big talk. We talked about this for like four hours with a bunch of people and Giles was there and it was just kind of like, he just didn't talk. And he, the whole time he was like, I just didn't know most of these things mm. because it's just like inside business things that are happening in America with WFPF and oh, gymnastics. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, that's like really important stuff that I think a lot of the athletes are just like, ah, I don't really care. I don't like gymnastics. I don't want to look into it further, which is like totally fair play. But then it kind of like gets like their opinions get blown out of proportion in terms of like how informed they are because they're just amazing athletes. Yeah. And it's like, well, like your opinion is still valid for sure. But it's also like, there is a, like a level of, you know, like I do think that just in general, like some of the, I'm also a nerd. So I'm like coming from my perspective where I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, I've researched it so much. So I'm like, I feel like I know more than anybody except like Eugene Minogue and <laughs> like WFPF at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like I'd be hard pressed to, to, find somebody that was like could really like school me on this so i'm like definitely biased but i find that like people have flash judgments for sure 
Yeah. And that has tended like for me that conversation has tended to like happen less in Europe and just kind of been more like a flash judgment. Um, yeah, because they're tough. old school, they've like had the community there. Yeah, they have a better community. Like parkour is just more rad in Europe. Like it's yeah. way cooler. Like it's accepted more. People don't think it's stupid. So like they don't yeah. have to deal with the bullshit that we have to deal with in America sometimes where it's like parkour, hardcore parkour. You know? <laughs> we're like, dude, we're like Endy's jump on ESPN. Did you see that it got no. shared? Oh, really? That, that big rail free, the down free. Dude. And then like all these comments, like, so it's like, I saw it like shared on a couple like not like uni lad but it was like sport bible or something like that like like English kind of like sport mm-hmm. things and people were like wow like the balls on that guy like that's crazy parkour yeah. you know like and obviously some comments but you go to the ESPN one and the comments like every single person is just like natural selection yeah uh, you know it's just like dumbass. fat Americans yeah. like eating Cheetos they're like ready to watch NFL <laughs> And then they're like, this is so dangerous. Let me watch a 300 person, you know, 300 pound dude, like tackle somebody else to the ground and break their <laughs> neck. You know, like, yeah. God so, bless America. The we great, have our, we, we have our own like specific <laughs> challenges here in terms of like culturally yeah. that we have to deal with. Yeah, that, and it's that interesting in Europe that is like a little bit less. like more opportunities to create gyms though. And yeah. like other, like there's things that like we have we to, just have different, we've had to create more structure in yeah. some ways. And like we've benefited from that in, yeah. in like gyms and comps for sure. And in at some of these things, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. That is the, the American attitude is just kind of like, what have you done for me lately? Like everyone's give life. fuck you. Like, yeah, just like, <laughs> give me like, yeah, just make that very, cheese, make that cheddar, <laughs> make that cheddar and be better. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, but that can be good. That can be good for us, even though it's exhausting sometimes yeah. to, to hang out with people that just don't even pretend to have any interest in, yeah. in nuance or, <laughs> and like culturally exhausting yep. when you're trying to create something meaningful. Oh yeah. You know, like that's why I'm like every year I like, I have to go to Europe to train. Cause it's just like, I go to a gym, like I don't have to deal with any of the crap or the people like hyping you up. It's like you go, I'm like, I can just go and train with my friends, have a great time. And like in America, it's like way harder, even like out here where I feel like it's the most European in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's like, still you go to the gym and you get people like dick riding and stuff occasionally <laughs> like not for me but if i'm like going with like callum it's like oh, oh my yeah. god like store you know and it's also just because a lack of exposure yeah you yep. know like they're europe everybody's everywhere because it's ten dollars to fly mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and like here it's did you see you um, can't get that i want to i don't i don't mean to take take it too far off the track here but no, go for did it. you see that bbc3 piece that they just did on Bruman? no that like, it was like the train surfing, train surfing was like wars. the title one yeah. yeah i saw somebody post it and i was like i gotta watch that yeah I check it out i'd love to hear your thoughts on it um i definitely actually i want to get luke just on kind of like counterculture about it or <clears throat> my my takeaway is i think that like you know i don't want to I think first of all they 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 tried to spin it. I feel like the narrative they wanted wasn't mm-hmm. there for them. I think they wanted to make it like way more controversial and yeah. way more. They you know obviously with Nine Newman's death and and everything. They it's not like they completely they didn't like do a crazy spin job on it, but mm-hmm. I think they wanted to initially. I think like there's there's hints of them trying to make it about you know they don't paint a very good picture of parkour. They don't like try gotcha. to paint a very good picture of parkour, which is really interesting coming from the BBC. Yeah. I think whoever like did the program, like I think they did their best, and luckily the Bruman gang and like everyone that's that's actually parkour like real parkour athletes yeah. in the film are all like uh you know for one for for 
for better or for worse, I feel like they did a really good job representing like, you know, like, yeah, where our community is about fun. If you're not stupid, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be persuaded too far one way or the <laughs> yeah. other. They're, yeah. they're young kids. Like yeah. they're doing, you know, they're, they're exploring this new sport. It's exciting, but whoever was trying to do it, you know, I don't know, like it's on BBC three, which is digital only. Mm-hmm. Here's my theory is that this guy who's <laughs> here, this is my theory is the guy who's like composing this, this documentary. He hears about this train surfing thing. Like, I think he, he's like wanting he like to do like this picture. clickbait. He wanted to go for that clickbait kind of angle, like really, I don't know, paint like yeah. this darker side of parkour. And he, I think he wanted to like kind of highlight the train surfing a lot and highlight the, the downsides. And I don't yeah. know the way that they, they start the narrative and stuff is, is kind of odd and confusing when you consider that BBC was the yeah. first jump like, London. Yeah. They did jump London and jump Britain. Like these two, um, awesome parkour documentaries that really actually that to was like, channel four. That wasn't BBC. Oh, you're right. I'm like, what's that BBC? That was Channel 4. It was yeah. Channel 4? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes more sense. Which is like more of the like young kind of like... I thought it was BBC for ex- some reason, but... Yeah, BBC did the Rush Hour advert mm, with David okay. Bell in like 2001. Well, at any rate, um, it was interesting. I think the guy maybe is trying a little too hard to like work his way up with the controversial story, yeah. like work his way up the, the, the whatever, the BBC corporate ladder. Yeah. Um, I think he was reaching a little bit, but I... I think intelligent people will understand like there are things they need to <laughs> what's but, going on under I the surface. That, I think if you only watch the first 25 minutes or, or whatever, you know, if you only, if you, if you kind of dip out early and you're not really a critical thinker, mm. it's not the best, you know, yeah. thing that they've ever produced. But I think, um, the Berman guys are going to benefit from it either way. Like yeah. they're, they're good dudes. It seems like, and they're, they're crushing it obviously. And, and um, hopefully I bring them, even if it's like yeah. maybe not, you know, Any I'm concerned. publicity is I'm good a little publicity. Bit like def- <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. a little defensive about like the way that they tried to, it feels like they tried to paint the picture mm-hmm. in certain, certain parts. Kind of like take advantage of the kids a little bit. A little like, bit, a little yeah. bit. You know, just like the way they frame it is just, yeah. it's so dangerous. Like, yeah. It's like, all right, man. Yeah, this it's, it seems like it's a little bit fucking throwback to like, all right, when was are we back to 2007 again? When like people yeah. just really don't understand, like, Dude, especially you know what in Britain. The funny thing is, that was like, and this is the same thing that I said with the ESPN thing when they shared Endis' thing. It's like, go to the other videos on the ESPN page. Endis' video now has like a million more views than 95% of the other videos they've posted. Oh yeah. And it's been shared like 10,000 more times. <laughs> and it's like the same thing with like, you know, when, when they do some kind of sketchy thing about Alex Honnold free soloing, it's like, yeah, it's sketchy, but like now there are just yeah, as many exactly. people are going to like research it because they think it's badass and like yep. gnarly as on the other side, <laughs> all the, the ones thing, where it's like, like, this is a spiritual practice. And it's like, that's yeah. reaching a certain demo. Yep. Train surfing is reaching a certain demo. Yep. It's like it, the urbex it's a yeah, collective like all this yeah and it's, it's like a collective it's impression and it's all neutral anyways yeah it's all there for you to do with what you want and like of course yeah like i'm saying like i have, yeah. a, I have a little bit of an issue with it but like i'm like if you're smart if you're the kind of person that's easily persuaded by by kind of like cheap i don't know rhetoric or whatever yeah. then you're fucked anyways like it doesn't for matter sure. like this documentary is not for you Anyways, like yep. anything's not for you because you don't, you know, you're just going to be blown in the breeze by whatever <laughs> the next guy tells you anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you hundred cool. percent. And it's I'll like, I, I don't, I don't pretend out. that it's not dangerous either. You know, it's, I, I think that it is dangerous and that's part of the cool factor of it. That's mm-hmm. part of why I was attracted to it. You know, it is, I'm, I'm, I'm part of a demo that like <laughs> wants to do something, you know, that's, yeah. that's not traditional. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's super super valid. 
I think I'm gonna say a couple like quick last comments, and I gotta run. Yeah, go pick yeah, up you gotta steam. Get your, <laughs> gotta be, get go, my cripple. Get your cripple. Um, so shout out Charlie and Giles were so good. Oh, I yeah. loved them, dude. They were super, super Big good. Up. Big ups to Charlie and Giles. Also, I'm gonna put this out here because I've been saying it for years, and somehow it never gets close to the right ears. But I would love to do commentary. Oh yeah, and I've been saying this for so long. Just bring me in there. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm the biggest parkour nerd there is. Dude, you like, really, you really pretty much no on. one that's gonna have actually more like. Information. I wanted to do like that was kind of the original idea for this is we were gonna watch the live stream, yeah. and just do a con- companion podcast. Oh, it would have been hilarious because the whole time, like, it's just like little. It's also just because I've traveled everywhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. I. I know everyone in the comp like yep. personally I've known them like even like Max and Tyler like I've known for like two years you know it's like that's just because of that like I just know more more stuff because yep. I have personal relationships with oh, like, yeah, a lot no, of the it's people it's fun to have so. the insider info and like it's fun to relay that for but the fans that's why I love Charlie well. and Giles with and their like, and posh George. accents yeah. like talking about Tim and Joe and that's cool because yeah, then they glorious. get that inside like for a lot of the North American viewers like we don't know those competitors as well and so it's cool to like get the inside perspective from like charlie and giles and yeah i love just, it i love just need it. an american in them in there to keep them honest when it <laughs> when it came to them being like oh where are the americans on the podium <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god fucking like, charlie yeah, rep and Mern, by the way holla yeah the, the, the guys, final pair the final pair shorts. We've, we discovered a pair I, f- I feel kind of shitty announcing that because like there's been probably like 40 people over the years <laughs> like that have hit me up like wondering when the re- they're gonna return if, oh, and I'm no. just like had to say like there's no more left and I'm sorry but then you had to say randomly like special... found one I didn't like save it oh, for Charlie okay. I didn't save it for anybody I, did, I was surprised that they there were shorts in this box wow. that I just hadn't looked in for in forever I guess Sick. and I was just like I actually wasn't even sure if I wanted to. When I saw them, I was like, oh shit. Like, there's actually some extra shorts here. They're legends, dude. There's some, like, I was like, I don't know if I should do anything with these. Yeah. But the boys are really stoked and, like, they were right there. So I was like, you know what? You guys are lucky. There's fucking two pairs left. And Sometimes you gotta make Johnston, a sacrifice. Johnson and Charlie, and I was happy to give give those guys a, the last two pairs. Make a quick I'm 60 bucks. Wrap them. 80 bucks, bro. Ooh. Original pricing for the last. For the last two pairs, yeah, you got to go gotta, original price. <laughs> Sorry, boys, you could have gotta... sold the last pair for like two hundred bucks on. Yeah, on, that's what I'm uh, saying. I'm like, and no, no, no discounts on the legendary Dude's items. Bloody shorts got, went for a hundred. You could sell <laughs> the last merm shorts for two hundred. Yep, yep. There might be, um, but there, like, there's a few people that are holding on to a pair here and there. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, oh man well thanks for having me on again it would have been super a, fun to do the live we can still do it thing, but like but it's six hours of footage so yeah it's a maybe, lot <laughs> maybe when we get a little tighter with our competition formats yeah. it'll be a little it'll make they a little a more sense they did a good job though with, with each day of being you like know what? four out three and also, or four and, hours. and also the Joe Rogan podcast is like three and a half hours sometimes so yeah. fuck it I'm, I'm actually super down maybe not this year because by the time it comes out it's not yeah. going to be so relevant but um, yeah. next well, maybe time maybe for Air Whip for yeah. Air Whip let's send it that'd be I'd cool I'd love to do one with you bro 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 Bro. Boo. <laughs> Wanna be my boo? Wanna be my bow? Ooh. Wanna be Lobo Peep? Air whip bow. Sounds good, dude. <laughs> Alright. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, we have video we can say about it. Yeah, we got uh <laughs> we got these two cameras here. And um yeah, we'll see you guys next next week. Much love to Max. Go follow all of his shits all in the description. Sometimes it's good. Peace. <laughs> Woo! Oh gang. I hope you guys dug it. I know that I very much enjoyed having Max on, always do.
Just wanted to give you guys a quick reminder to go check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to that since we are going to be putting things out on some videos from occasion. And, uh, and also make sure to check out that Patreon for all those people that want to show some extra support. If you're listening this far, maybe you want to show some extra support. And uh, that's maybe the best way to do that. So I don't know exactly how we're doing it all just yet. I'm going to go ahead and attack that right now. Um, so I'll see you guys on that YouTube channel after I'm done hopefully figuring it out. But that's what it happens, man. We're getting raw. We're just sending it. Sending it. And uh, I love you guys. I'll see you next week.